Hi, I'm Jason Seaver. I'm a psychiatrist, and I believe in the infinite potential of the human spirit. And I'm Maggie Seaver. I'm a mother, and the infinite potential of the human spirit scares the hell out of me. <laughs> Don't let her fool you. She's not so tough. Oh, yeah? Yeah, well, anyway, last week, after 15 years of motherhood, Maggie went back to work as a reporter for the local newspaper. And Jason moved his practice into the house so he can be there for the kids. They're great kids. Yeah. And we have a great relationship with them. Yeah, there's just one problem. Their father trusts them, and they know it. Unbelievable. <laughs> Show me that smile again. Don't waste Seaver fans, Angela Bowen here, the host of Show Me That Smile Again, a Growing Pains podcast. Well, today, since it is now summer, I am bringing you Season 3, Episode 1, and Season 3, Episode 2, Aloha Parts 1 and 2, which aired on September 18th, 1987. Yes, this was an hour-long Season 3 premiere. In part one, Jason faces a near-mutiny situation by his unhappy family when the vacationing Seavers are stranded on a rented boat miles from the shores of Maui, part one of two. The first part has got 7.0 rating out of 10, based on 47 ratings. Let's see. We have a few guest stars. We got Kevin... Wickstead as Bobby, Carol's boyfriend. We got Kelly Hu playing Malia, the love interest of Mike while vacationing in Maui. We have Deborah White as Susan, one of Maggie's co-worker, either co-worker or manager. We have Ty Miller playing Hadley Barnes. This episode was directed by John Tracy. Writers near Neil Marlins, the creator. We have Dan Gunselman, the teleplay, as well as Steve Marshall and Tom Walla with the story. Oh, we got a user review. Oh, my gosh, and trivia. And a soundtrack. Oh, my gosh, this, like, never happens on IMDb. All right, I'm going to do trivia first. While Malia and Mike are driving around Maui, the shadow of the camera rig mounted on the back of the car to film some shots can be seen. However, in shots of the car itself, the rig isn't there. All right. Soundtracks. Swept away by Steve Dorff, John Bettis, and Christopher Cross, performed by Christopher Cross. <laughs> uh, 8 out of 10! Title just swept away, this user review, December 22nd, 2006. So this was three days from Christmas. All right. I love the song that Christopher Cross sang for this episode. I can't get it anywhere, but I did get it, and thanks for those who have written me regarding it. I got it on the Christopher Cross CD. Anyway, the Seavers go to Maui for a vacation. It's surprisingly well-written since nobody but Jason wanted this trip. Anyway, Maggie secretly works at night. For her newspaper back home in Long Island on a story that goes national. Mike coaxes Ben by showing him a beautiful Hawaiian girl on a horse. Ben thinks horseback riding and, and not pretty woman. 
Ben has his camcorder and spends his vacation videotaping the events. Carol is swooning, swooning over Bobby back home. He spends her time by the phone waiting for his call, even though they are only gone for two weeks. Mike finds love with a Hawaiian tour guide. Of course, my favorite moments is listening to the beautiful song by Christopher Cross swept away. Ever since I remember these episodes, I have wanted to go to Maui and Hawaii in general. Yes, the song is very beautiful. I really, really like it, too. <laughs> this is a cute episode. I just thought it's funny because just last month in May, I covered the season three finale with my graduating graduation day. Now I'm zipping all the way back to the beginning of season three. Maggie is not yet pregnant with Chrissy and the family is just going to go kind of like how the Seavers went to Hawaii. Actually, season three, episode one, Tanner Island, the Seavers are going to Maui. For their season three opener. And I just think that is so cool. So, of course, before I officially get into the episode, I want to tell you where you can listen to the podcast. If you're new to the podcast, the Show Me That Smile Again Growing Pains podcast does not have its own form. You're going to find it under Looking Back on My Wonder Years and Wonder Years podcast. You can listen on iTunes, Apple Podcasts. You can listen on Podbean and SoundCloud. If you'd like to find where you can follow the podcast on social media, you can go to Facebook. Just type in Growing Pains podcast. The Show Me That Smile Again Growing Pains podcast will pop up in the search bar. Also, we have Instagram, Growing Pains Pod. Where's the pod? I think it's Growing Pains Pod. So, all right. So, that's what I'm doing for June. Um, I'm still a little hazy on when it comes to July because now that things are slowly being lifted, we're in the middle of getting ready to sell the house. Uh, I mentioned that probably a few times over the course of... Um, the last like five months we kind of had a little bit of a hiccup here with you know COVID happening so but now we're trying to get back on track trying to get things rooms painted and the kitchen floor replaced and just getting everything looking great we got the house power washed recently the deck looks beautiful and it's just going to, I'm just, I bet this house is going to sell fast. I really, really think so. And then we're hoping, we're praying that we're going to be in our new location, living in another state. First time for me, but Jeremy's a pro. His dad grew up in the, his, Jeremy grew up in um, going from one base housing to another. But this is all going to be brand new for me. I've never lived outside of the state that I've lived in my whole life. So it is going to be a major big change for me. So we're hoping definitely early August to get down there. So, all right, that's just what's been going on with me. Looks like I also got a call back to go back to my job next week, which, uh, I mean, I've been off for almost three months, but like, uh... I work in like a manufacturing company and basically it's a factory and just all the precautions that have to be taken. It's like, I don't want to wear a mask at a hot factory, but whatever. <laughs> all right, guys, let's get into Aloha parts one and two. It's going to be done in one entire episode. So, all right. Maui, here we come. How about that? 
What a great way to celebrate summer, right? <laughs> We're going to go to Maui with the Seavers and all the fun adventures that they're going to have and mishaps. Always the I mean, if Mike and Ben are involved, you know they're going to be mishaps and adventures in cray-cray times. So let's start off with the cold open. We actually open out on the open sea on a... I'm guessing like a pontoon boat of sorts. Jason is having difficulty getting the motor going, which I don't know. I mean, wouldn't they have a guide out there maybe? This kind of makes me think of when the Tanners in uh, Tanner Island decided to take a rent a boat and go out to uh, the island that um, they have a guide or something. I mean... Jason, I mean, they don't, Jason does not look like the type of guy that goes, you know, sailing on a regular basis. I mean, they live in New York. I'm sure there are harbors where you can do that and stuff, but either that or they rented a dud. Mike is trying to get, you know, communicate with someone back in, uh, inland to say we're having issues. And the ra radio, pretty much, the transmitter shorted out. Carol, of course, isn't helping matters when she's all like, oh my gosh, can I just say I never wanted to go on this vacation and it officially stinks? Jason's like, Carol, look, if you don't have anything nice to say, shut your mouth. And she's like, fine. And Mike's like, oh, really? So that's all you need to do to shut her up? Wow. So, yeah, Maggie's not happy either. The fact that Jason tends to go on the cheap for things and he, of course, spared no expense of any kind. <laughs> Could have gotten a real boat, but decided, nah, I don't want to spend the extra money. Just give me what you got. Here you go. For all they know, the, the radio to... <laughs> the CB radio never worked to begin with. It's like, good grief. You had to get the dud, didn't you, Jason? So, this thing cost 175 bones? Gah. This is back in... So if the show started, this has got to be 87, I would imagine, right? Let me double check here. Season 3 started in 87, September, all right. For that hunk of junk, I would not pay $50, let alone 175 I mean, they can't even, what if they had a real emergency? Like, there's a big, great white shark out there that was circling their pontoon boat. They couldn't radio for help. I'd be suing whoever they rented that pontoon boat from. Like, we could have died or suffered from exposure. Granted, they do have a, like, a tarp or something, a covering over the top of the pontoon, but still. Not to mention, I mean, of course there's not going to be a bathroom because you're in a boat. Maybe some big ones have bathrooms, like porta-potties, but not this, not this dud. Ben asked the obvious question, are we going to die? <laughs> I love how he's got his Sony camcorder. Maggie's like, no, honey, we're not going to die. <laughs> and Mike's like, yeah, we're just stuck on a leaky boat in the middle of the ocean off the coast of Maui without any way to radio for help. No, we're, we're, we're doing just great. 
So it's like, yeah, what do we got to worry about? And Carol's like, sharks. And Jason's like, Carol, don't worry, your brother. Does this kid look worried? He is so impressed. Like, oh my gosh, sharks. I'm going to go try to videotape one. So Jason just assumes that the Coast Guard eventually is going to find them once uh, they've been radioed missing for umpteen plus hours. Thank goodness they have that tarp or whatever overhead to give them some shade. Otherwise, they would be burning to a crisp as we speak. Good grief, Jason. He sits down between Mike and Carol, puts his arms around like, oh, this is... Just think of this as the great Seaver vacation and everything. We're going to have such great memories. This is the first time on our vacation where we can actually spend time together as a family and we're not all doing our own separate things. Oh, heaven forbid. Jason, don't pull off that ukulele. And it doesn't even look like a real ukulele. It looks like something you bought at Toys R Us in the kids section. Row your boat? Really, Jason? You may as well just be singing about the sinking of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Or, well, that wasn't a song about the Titanic. I mean, the movie Titanic wouldn't come out for at least another ten plus years. And even then, I mean, no one's going to sing My Heart Will Go On. Yeah, Jason's singing, it's, it's alright. I mean, Alan Thicke did sing the theme to different strokes. Um, but I'm sure he's clearing any 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 sharks that were there are like, you know what, we're going to leave them. They're suffering a lot. They're suffering enough with this music. We're, you're hurting our ears. We're going to go. <laughs> Eventually. Let's look at this as the Seaver Twins' great adventure. You realize this is the first time since we got to Maui that we've had a chance to spend some real time together? This is a family vacation, right? Oh, jeez. Sorry. Well, I know what this group needs. Time for the Seaver Song Fest. No. like what they did here with the credits. They've done this only a few times. I think with this 
Hawaiian one, and then they also did one for Halloween, I think, in season six, which was kind of cool. I'm just trying to think. I thought there was another, oh, where Mike and Kate were working as sane waiters and waitresses, and they were kind of doing something there, but gosh, can I think of any other time where they changed up the intro a bit? Other than them doing that, like, every season. But I just meant, like, special like this. I love how the cast is decked out in kind of the same look. They all got the same blue Hawaiian-y shirts with the white kind of Hawaiian, like, kind of flowery type. It's really kind of cool. I like it. Of course, it seems like... Whenever a show, either Full House, Family Matters, Boy Meets World, Step by Step, and Growing Pains, when, or any show like that goes on location to shoot, it's just, it's so fun because you know they're also getting all this promotional stuff for the hotel they stay at and the places that they shoot and film at and stuff. And it's just, it's fun. And you gotta think, that's gotta be a fun vacation. I mean, you are working technically, but you're still, you're getting to go on a trip. Okay, now we're done with the intro and we are back in the episode. We're back on that barge, that uh, pontoon boat, if you will. That's broken down on the open water. Such a hazard. Jason is moved on from Row, Row, Your Boat to make up your own lyrics. And the family still is just rolling their eyes and just like, we're not joining in. Don't even ask us. Are you done yet? You're not? Ugh. And that's basically just Maggie, Mike, and Carol. Ben, of course, is hopefully trying not to fall into the water. He is, mind you, he's the only one that's got a life preserver on. Now, it's not a vest. It's the kind that just goes around your neck. What do you guys prefer? The one that goes around your neck or the one that you pretty much have to snap yourself into that you wear? I feel more comfortable wearing the vest over wearing the one I've worn the one that goes around the neck like the the big orange contraption and it's just like the only thing you're going to be doing is if you fall in you're going to be you know floating with your your head just leaning back like all the weight like on your, the rest of your shoulders and everything like I mean mainly the thing I think is you'll keep your head above water and every, everything else can be below the water but your head. I don't know. Finally, it's like, shut the fuck up, Jason. We don't want to sing with you. Stop it. Gosh, how long did they have to endure that? 10 minutes? 15 minutes? I would have dropped his ass overboard. No wonder you're not being attacked by sharks. Everyone's like, no, you guys are suffering enough. We'll leave you alone. <laughs> Anything to get away from that music. So Ben comes up with the camcorder. Luckily, he hasn't stumbled or anything, and the camcorder has fallen from his hands to fall into the water. Um, but he's like, hey, Mom, Dad, do you have any ketchup left? Maggie's like, Ben lunches over. He's like, no, it's not for me. It's for the shark. He, I want to make it look like it's blood. And, of course... I'm sure Mike and Carol are all like, really? A shark is going to be fooled by ketchup. And you're so full of shit. Hey, um, 
Ben says he spilled ketchup on his shirt at school, and a girl named Monica Berkowitz, like, shrieked and freaked out thinking it was blood. Wait a minute, so is this Monica Berkowitz, the younger sister of Sheena Woo-Woo Berkowitz? The girl that's got the big knockers, according to Mike? Hey, they just happen to have a full, unopened bottle of ketchup. How great is that? Have fun, Ben. And he even nicknamed the shark Jaws, because of course he would. So Jason's like, all right, what do we do next? And we just see Ben with his feet dangling just above the water's surface. Just, he's pouring all that ketchup in one location. Here's Sharky, 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 here's some blood. Ben, you are wasting ketchup. But he even, it looks like he poured some on his leg. What's he going to do? Make it look like a flesh wound? Now he, when we see that scene with Ben pouring that ketchup into the water, his leg is already kind of covered. I'm guessing that's ketchup. Either that or Jeremy Miller, who plays Ben, actually did injure himself. I don't know what. It's, it's like he's got like a, a cut or something on his knee. And it's like, is that real blood? What's going on there? Because... I'm going to move past that. Let's move on. <laughs> Shut up, Jason. Thank you. Okay, this is definitely... a nice heavenly halo around the family. There's a fog machine somewhere with like this foggy essence and it's just like he's like, alright everybody, where do we want to go on vacation? And Ben and Carol are like, Maui, Maui, Maui! And it's like, Maui would be okay! And Maggie's like, yeah Maui, as long as we're together as a family! And it's like, Jason, what this whole thing you concocted in your brain of how you <laughs> yeah 
And Carol's like, Mom, we may as well tell him. And Maggie's like, Carol, be quiet. <laughs> and Jason's like, wait, tell me what? She's like, oh, honey, none of us, none, and I do mean none of us, wanted to come here at all. We didn't want to go on this trip. And Mike, of course, is like, oh, not me. I was totally stoked. And Carol's like, bullshit. Remember when you first heard of the idea of us going to Maui? Yeah, you weren't exactly jumping out of your seat in excitement. All right, now that we're all together, I guess we can begin. What? It's time for another Seaver family meeting, and none of you's going anywhere. Oh, man. That's tough. Who cares? So you had him coming over before you asked us? I moved to the Seaver family meeting to call to order. Really eating chocolate so pudding? I see that. <laughs> Alright, anyone have any old business to discuss? I do. I hereby <laughs> move that we adjourn this meeting. You're out of order. Chair hereby recognizes himself. Yep, that's you alright. Well, I'd like to give you the preliminary report of the summer activities subcommittee. What? I come before you with two proposals for the Seaver family vacation. Great! What's the case? It's nice to get a fourth one. Too busy the paper, and boy, did I handle it. Well, I, uh... <laughs> Where are we going? That's the spirit band. Yes, the Seaver family together, right? Right. Okay, what'll it be? Ten fun-filled days at Disney World. Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah, yeah! Or ten days in Maui. No, thank you. <laughs> Takes your breath away, doesn't it? <laughs> All right, so basically that's what we have to vote on tonight. Dad, your office phone is ringing. Okay, well, you just uh, talk among yourselves. What will it be? Ten days in Maui or ten days in Orlando, Florida? <laughs> Orlando, Florida? Which, by the way, is the least expensive of... Dude, I don't think your patient's going to be waiting much longer. Decision, just as long as we're all together... Yeah, as long as... your mental patient. Yeah. Just, uh... They could be on the roof or something. Just eat your pudding, Ben. <laughs> for someone else's feelings. But, uh, if this vacation doesn't happen, he'll be moping around the house and crying for a month. Oh, get over it. He's 11. No, he's not. He's 39. <laughs> you my age. Did you want to go off with your parents for 10 days? I most certainly... Yeah, right. Well, honestly, I... Tell the truth. Why did your father have to pick this year of all years for a wonderful, beautiful, romantic vacation like Maui? Well, I guess we'll just have to tell him we can't go. <laughs> no. Let's make this decision in the right spirit. Let's vote for Florida. It'll make your father happy because it's cheaper, it'll make little Ben happy, and it's only a two-hour flight if any of us happen to have to rush back to see our editors. <laughs> Agreed? I guess. Sure. And we won't mention a word of this to your father. How am I going to break the news to Bobby, huh? Are you kidding? This trip will give him a chance to do a little trolling. <laughs> So yeah, he springs his vacation on everybody, and everyone's kind of got their own plan of what they want to do for the summer. It's like, 
It's not like he's planning a two-month trip to Maui. What's it, like a couple weeks? You got like six more weeks of summer. But I understand with Maggie because she has a job and her her job has deadlines and stuff because she works for the, the paper. She's not part of the Channel 19 News or whatever it was. So the two options on the table are 10 fun-filled days at Walt Disney World or 10 fun-filled days in Maui. And he, luckily, um, one of his patients is probably in mortal danger um, and needs to be talked down from someplace. Um, so Jason's going to go and handle that situation while the family kind of deliberates. Carol had plans with Bobby. Mike had plans to go to the Poconos because he's 17, wants to hang out and check out the local skirt at uh, in the Poconos. With Eddie and Boner, because of course this is going to be his senior year coming up, so he wants to get all that uh, that free free time in while he can, while he's still young. <laughs> and Ben, of course, of course he's going to want to go to Disney World. I mean, hell, I would love to go to Disney World. The closest I got to Disney World was driving past it a couple times back in 2009. <laughs> Talking about a buzzkill. We went to Bush Gardens instead. Um, it was okay. I got to see the tigers. Um, <laughs> but Maggie is kind of like, all right, Ben, why don't you go hang out in the living room with your pudding and watch some TV? And she's like, all right, look. I don't understand why your dad had to spring this on all of us. I mean, and she calls Maui kind of a romantic vacation. It's like, yeah, take Maggie on a trip sometime to go to Maui. The kids clearly don't want to go. And even Maggie's like, it's cheaper. You know how Jason likes to do shit on the cheap. He likes to do stuff on the cheap. So that's just, uh, that's Jason's way. So she's like, all right, why don't we just vote for Disney World? It's within the same, we learn later, it's in the same time zone as New York, which is good. It'll make Ben happy. It'll make Jason happy because it's cheaper. And it's like, guys, it's ten fucking days. Get over yourselves. So you miss a week or so with your boyfriend. Mikey, you can go to Poconos whenever the hell during the summer, okay? Okay. So Mike, of course, is perusing, like, hey, let's see what Maui actually has to offer over Disney World. Ooh, really? Ooh, this girl in a bikini? Hell is yes. I'd like to make time with her. <laughs> and, of course, now that Ben is 11 and he's hit puberty, he's had his first kiss by his babysitter. She was wowed by the fact that he goes to live tapings of the Cosby show back in the day. <laughs> so Mike's going to try that angle. But Ben is like, oh, wow, you can go horse riding right on the beach. And Mike's like, Ben, you're in puberty now. Remember, women? Look at that girl in that bikini. Ain't she hot? He's like, wow, you can go riding right on the beach. Like, yes, you can. Yeah, we can get you a, a horse that looks like Black Beauty or... Or, um, Mr. Ed, or what, whatever you're fancy, what kind of horse you want. Yeah, the, I'm sure they'll bring it right up to your hotel room if you want. So, Mike's only into it because he wants to check out the local girly action. Like, uh, but 
now, and of course, you know, Carol is not going to want it. She doesn't want to go on the trip. She doesn't want to be away from her boyfriend. Disney yeah, World. So yeah, this takes Maggie by surprise. I mean, because Mike already got Ben hooked. How the fuck? Carol, you're smarter than this. You really think your parents are going to go on vacation with your two siblings and leave you home by yourself. You have a brain full of shit. If you think that would ever... No. And she's like, oh, Bobby, I'm going to be here by myself, all by myself. It's like, what? Are you going to give it up to your boyfriend just because you're home alone? I doubt it. But, um... <laughs> I guess Bobby's summer job ends in July because I guess that's when the trip is going to take place. It's like, oh, I thought we'd spend some quality time together. You still have August. When does school start? I always started, like, the last week in August. I But I swear, I went, the first day of school went on my actual birthday. I think it was, like, my sophomore or junior year. Wait. No, it was my junior year because I drove to school. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> that's too, August 24th is too, too early. <laughs> yeah. 
But, yeah, the family votes, like, all right, what's it going to be, Disney World or Maui? And everyone's like, Dis- Maui, Maui, Maui would be great. And, of course, Maggie's like, the fuck? I thought we all agreed on Florida. This is news to me. Like, all right, Maui would be okay, I guess. Fuck. We're all together. And Jason is like, oh, really? So the truth comes out now. Okay, have I mentioned on other shows that I've podcasted how nobody looks good in yellow? Alan Thick, what you doing? <laughs> Blue, red, black, white, what have you. But yellow just, n- no. It makes his arms, like, that go from the elbow up, like, really, really pale. Which is kind of what's going to happen when you're just... No one's walking around shirtless 24 hours a day, right? To get sun on their body, on their, you know, what have you. So, of course your arms and anywhere you're not exposing your skin to sunlight is going to be pale. That's why anybody walking around on a nude beach with a bare ass is going to have a pasty white ass. You're not going to have a tanned ass unless you purposely go to a tanning bed and tan your ass. So, Jason's like, oh, well, that's fine. You know, as he's sitting down and taking his shoes, I'm going to go for a dip. I'm going to go for a swim. Since I'm the only one that seems to be having fun on this vacation. I see there's some fishing reels. Go fishing! Go try to catch a fish. Try to catch a shark. Try to catch a marlin. I don't know. So, of course, Jason jumps in the water, and he's not too far from the pontoon boat. And Ben's like, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, a shark! Cut in the Jaws music. And Jason, they're all like, hurry, come on, come on, make back to the boat. Wasn't even that far away from it. He, like, did a cannonball into the water. That water is, like, crystal clear blue. The name of the boat that they got, boat, pontoon boat, whatever, is called Monkey Business. Um, I don't think that's a shark. It looks like an orca. Um, you know what, on second thought, I don't think it's Free Willy. I think it's a, maybe a humpback whale. I don't know my, I've, I've seen Free Willy. I know what orcas look like. I know what dolphins look like because of Flipper. Um, humpback whales, there's so many types of whales out there. Um, I think, honestly, it's gotta be back whale. That is no way in hell. Ben, you've seen Marine, you've seen Jaws, you know what a damn shark looks like. Does that look like a fucking shark? No way. It's blowing air out of its blowhole. Sharks don't have blowholes, right? They got the, 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 um, the things on the sides of their neck, right? The, the air pockets, the, um, breathing like, things, like, what the hell? I know there's a word for them. Breathing vents? That's not it. Lungs? I don't know. It's something. They, they breathe out of their neck with a little slit. It's like, like an air vent, but on the neck. Anyway, what I'm trying to say, that is not a fucking shark, Ben. Come on now. Have a good time for all of you because I'm going swimming. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, a shark! 
He is not. <laughs> Shut up, Ben. Exactly. Then go fish. This whole mess is all your fault. Look, you you stuck out here. I have got you back to. I've got you. Just ask a little rendezvous. All right. Rendezvous. Spell. R U N. All right, so I can't spell. Big deal. But Mike Seaver just doesn't know what he does to what he can't. So Jason makes it safely back to the monkey business pontoon boat, and he's like, you know, it's, I was having fun for all of us. You know what's funner than swimming? Fishing. And I'm like, then go fish! Dude! Don't let them bring down, don't let them sour your time. If they want to have a suck time, let them have a suck time. Don't, don't let that bring you down, man. You want to fish, you want to swim, you go do it. Let them sit and stew. That's up to them. But we learned that Mike's actually having a pretty decent time. He just ended up having to get sidetracked on that uh, pontoon boat for umpteen plus hours. But now we're going to go back to the plane taking off and then landing at the Maui airport. So Mike, of course, Jason's checking out the view. Like, isn't this view amazing? Mike, of course, is checking out his own view, wondering how many nights they're going to have so he can check out the ladies. How many ladies is he going to be able to meet? Well, it turns out he meets one who takes his breath away. She works for the tour, the Hawaii Maui Tourism because she's giving, you know, lays the, the flower necklace things to tourists. And I swear for him, it's like love at first sight. We keep cutting between Mike's reaction with his tongue perfectly hanging out of his mouth and um, Malia's reaction, which is, I'm not sure. I mean, the cabbie's kind of cute, but I don't really know what to make of this dude. Because she had a smile on her face, but now she's got a look that's like, I'm confused. Why is he coming over here, this white boy? So now they're kind of tracing through the hotel. Ben is filming everything. Mike's talking about how he feels that God made Molina for him to have his first Hawaiian experience. Like, uh, okay. Speaking of doing, ever since we got here, a whole world has been going on that you've missed. Whoa, would you look at this view? <laughs> Didn't I tell you guys we'd be in paradise? I was trying to figure out how many nights we were going to have in Maui and how many women I'd get a chance to meet when I saw her. Hawaiian 
Yeah, right. So Mike, of course, is just walking in the hotel lobby, and he's kind of tracking Malia as she's leading a tour, uh, tour group. <laughs> he's, like, tracking her through, like, the windows and stuff. And, of course, this is where we get Christopher Cross's um, Swept Away song. It's so gorgeous. And Mike has found himself on the, He decided to jump on the tour. And he's just so taken with Malia. He hasn't even spoken to her yet. Yeah, he's just, he's gaga about her. He's just got this big grin on his face. Like, something about this girl. It's like he's under a spell. A spell of love. And we get to see some footage that um, the show had taken of uh, people surfing. You got people hang gliding, people sailing. It's just gorgeous footage. Beautiful. Some guy, like, in the... kind of standing in the ocean fishing. It's almost like this is kind of a package of, like, oh, watch this episode, and you'll see all the fun things you could do if you come to Maui. I love Mike is the only white person on this tour. Everyone else is possibly native to Maui. I'm not sure. So now it's like they've taken a stop on the tour bus and <laughs> Malia wants to get a group photo. Like, all right, everyone get closer together. And then an in pops Mike here. And she's like, um, can you move a little bit closer? A little more? The, the right, the right, the far, farther, farther. There we go. He's right smack dab on the end, practically out of the picture frame. <laughs> Around him. What? Yeah. <laughs> I 
Jason is because he's like oh no we'll fly coach it'll be okay as he's talking to his travel agent Ben of course again is filming documenting the entire trip here and he's like Mike get out of the shot I'm filming dad on the phone with the travel agent as he's getting the tickets <laughs> and of course Carol is like Mike you said you're going to help me get out of this trip remember so of course Mike is like you know Mike was not going to uh, really do anything. He wasn't going to put any real work into that. And he's like, hey, Mom, Carol wants to blow off this trip to spend her time with Bobby instead of going on the trip. What do you say? She's like, oh, hell no. No way. And Mike's like, oh, I tried. <laughs> so we, we keep cutting back to... Before leaving for Maui and then after. And, of course, they're also driving away. Bobby's in the driveway saying, okay, I'll call you every night, 6 o'clock your time. That's, let's see, uh, six hours time differences. Like, yeah, right. And apparently, uh, Melina was going to give Mike a private tour of the island, but which was the day that they wind up on that dang barge of a pontoon boat. Great. <laughs> Maggie also has to go to the bathroom, which blows for her, because there ain't no bathroom on that pontoon boat. I can't see her popping a squat over the edge with her kids and husband in full view of that. So while Mike and Carol had plans, I mean, she's like, oh, Bobby's going to think I'm, like, screwing around on him or seeing other guys or some shit. And Mike's like, really, why would he think that? But Maggie informs both of them. It's like, kids... I had my own problems. One, I had to go to the bathroom, but she had been trying to get all her work done. She was, like, knee-deep in this series on nuclear waste or something. And a hotshot reporter is practically coming from Maggie's position, so she's got to bust, Maggie's got to bust her ass to get everything ready to go. You know, she's on a deadline. These kids don't know what it means to be on a deadline. I, I don't either. But, I mean, you kind of feel for Maggie. I mean, she wanted to spend quality time with her family and her husband and go on a vacation. But, unfortunately, that time just, it's not working out. So, she, as she, we get a flashback to her telling her boss she's going to be going on a trip. 
And it's like, oh, well, don't worry. I'll put Kareen, this new hotshot reporter who's after your job, on to the next part of the series. So Maggie's like, no, I'll do I'll do it. I will do it. I will take care of it. So now, after Jason's fallen asleep, she is working in the bathroom on her little prehistoric mid to late 80s version of a laptop or a word processor to get these stories out and hopefully get them to her editor. So, of course, while she's regaling Mike and Carol with this story and us of the viewers, Jason's like, oh, so that's why you've been too tired to um, enjoy my company, as in you're too tired to have sex. So, uh, it's like, dude, she's got a fucking job! I know that you made great money as a psychiatrist, but she's got a career, too. And he didn't even think of, like, honey, can you take time off right now? He didn't even ask. So, he's so upset. It's like, come the fuck on. Jason, you could do this anytime. I mean, I get it. Summer break is the time to be taking vacations and stuff, but it's not working out. Don't be angry. I mean, the kids are one thing, but because they're teenagers and they can go wherever. Maggie's got a job she's got to focus on. Apparently, Jason caught a fish. Because Ben's like, hey, are you going to show Mom the fish you caught? And Jason's like, no. No, she doesn't deserve it. None of you deserve to see my fish. None of you. Get back to shore. This is just nuts. I want to get more, let's let's get off this barge, this pontoon, and stop with the flashbacks, and let's get into enjoying the Hawaiian Maui culture. I want to go on this tour with Mike and Malia. I don't want to be on the pontoon boat anymore. I don't want to be with Jason's negative attitude, or anyone else's for that matter. Let's get this go. No wonder it had to be two parts. Because we can only take so much of the pontoon boat. I'm ready to jump off and swim for sure. Let's let's wrap this up and let's 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 move on to the other fun things like the horseback riding with Ben and Mike and Malia. Um, I have a question. Did Jason change his shorts from swim trunks into regular shorts? Because his swim trunks I saw were plain black. And now it's like they got some pattern on them. When in the world did he have time to change in front of his wife and his kids? I mean, there's no privacy on that thing. No privacy. Maybe he had Ben hold up a towel while he changed. I don't know. Like a, he put up like a partition or something. Like, Ben, hold up this towel. I got to change out of this wet swimsuit and back into my regular shorts. Ugh. Gee, Dad, can't Mom do that? I am tired of Jason's attitude. He is making everyone feel like shit. But then again, they were kind of making him feel like shit, so he's getting them back. The truth comes out, guys. Jason's like, all right, the trip is over. He grabs a towel, and what pops out of that towel? The spark plug. And Mike's like, he, Jason quickly tries to cover it with his foot, but Mike's like, Dad, is that a spark plug? The fuck? You kept them there on purpose? I'd be kicking your ass. Your ass would be back in the water again, Jason. What the hell? You're that desperate to spend time with your family? You're going to 
pretend that you're all stuck on a boat for three or four hours? Pretending that the boat doesn't work? I'd be giving your ass a silent treatment the whole rest of the trip. Like, goodbye. I don't even want to be in the same room as you, okay? Oh, really? Oh, honey, I... No, 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 no. That's all right. No, no. That explains why you've been too tired, Jimmy. Well, I Knock your ass back into that water. And I know you're gonna get a kick out of this, because I just. Jason, the spark plug. What spark plug? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you guys! Just wait till you see the neat stuff I videotape. Shut up, man. Really? Enough. Yeah. Oh my God! I can't even anymore with him right now. I am just so perturbed. Maggie's like, Jason, give me the spark plug. They get it going. They get back to the hotel. Ben's all like, hey, everybody, just wait till you see all the fun stuff I taped. They're like, shut up, Ben. We don't care. We just lived it the last three plus hours. We don't want to see it. Really, who wants to watch it for vacation? Why could I not see it? Who wants to watch their vacation footage, like, right after they get back from the trip? No. Wait six months. Wait a year. Wait a few years. You're like, hmm, let's see what's on this tape. Oh, wow. Remember five years ago when we took that vacation to Maui? Wow. Chrissy, you weren't even born yet. You weren't even a thought. So as soon as Carol gets back to the apartment, the apartment, the, their hotel room, sorry, She's like, S-E-A-V-E-R. Are you sure there are no messages? Ugh. He's probably fucking other girls. Damn it. I should have stayed home. Mike, you should have tried harder for me. Girl, stop being a bitch to the hotel uh, attendees. Now remember, everybody, teenagers of today... There was a time where you didn't have a cell phone. And if you were expecting a call, you most likely had to wait by the phone until that person called you. Yeah, you couldn't leave. Because Jason's like, oh, honey, don't worry about it. You know what? Why don't we go catch a Maui sunset? We'll grab dinner. It's going to be great. She's like, Dad, are you nuts? I can't leave this phone. What if he calls and I'm not here? So, Jason's, hey, Maggie, want to go with me to get dinner? And she's like, oh, well, I would, but I spent so many hours bobbing aimlessly on the water that 
I got to play catch up with my job in this article. Thank you. Jason calls for Mike, who's nowhere to be found. He's probably hanging out with Malia as she's given that tour. Ben's like, oh, Mike's gone. Probably for good this time. So Jason's like, all right, well, hey, Ben, I guess it's just you and me. And Ben's like, well, my dinner's already taken care of. See, there's this thing where you pick up the phone and you tell them what you want and they just bring it right to your room. And Jason's like, you mean room service. Okay, well, I guess I'm going to be eating dinner alone. I'm like, dude, I'm surprised. I'm not that surprised, really, that everyone's kind of doing their own thing because you kind of cost them, like, four plus hours that they could have been doing stuff. Maybe they would want to spend time with you now, but you kind of blew your shot. So I'm sure everyone's so pretty pissed at you. I'd be pissed as hell if I were sitting on the ocean in a pontoon boat for three, four hours when technically the pontoon boat was not broken. It was actually just missing the spark plug. Yeah. <laughs> Like a grilled cheese sandwich with a fried egg and a slice of bacon on it. And cheese. Oh, we can't forget the cheese. Oh, my gosh. I want one of those now. <laughs> they just, it just sounds so good. Isn't there something like that at Denny's? Like the Good Morning Burger or something like that? Maybe I'm thinking of an episode of uh, Simpsons. That might be. So, of course, this cutie patootie. 
delivers Ben's food. His name is Hadley. He's gorgeous. <laughs> and he notices that Carol is reading the rise and fall of something or other. It's got a Nazi symbol on the cover. You know how Carol's so big into, like, history and all that stuff. And Hadley is a big history buff, too. He's actually going to Yale in the fall, which, wild. That's awesome. He's going to major in, like, history or something. I kind of like history, too. Historical fiction. We actually get to see Hadley with his shirt off on his day off, and uh, <laughs> I'm excited for that. Um, and he's like, hey, yeah, we can, like, hang out. He says to Carol, and of course, Ben's like, oh, well, she can't. She's going with some guy named Bobby. And Carol's like, shut up, Ben. Carol's always a sucker for an intellectual guy. I mean, Bobby's more of a jock. So she's so worried about him scamming girls and going out looking for girls. But it's like, she's not cheating on her boyfriend just by having a conversation with someone who shares a common interest with her. Mike, of course, now is waiting for Malia, and there she is. She has a lay, puts it around his neck. Aloha, Mike. Uh, <laughs> don't these things usually come with a kiss? Yeah. <laughs> Did you remember to bring your trunks? Hey, I haven't been able to think about anything else. <laughs> So, yeah, he's like, oh, don't these things come with a kiss? And she's like, yeah, they do. And she kisses him on the cheek. And she's driving a Jeep. And he's trying to get a little closer to her. Like, oh, Mike, such a charmer. But he's going to realize that me, Malia is not like other girls, like high school girls. This girl's got a history. She's got a past. She's very mature for her age and there's a reason i do see it right there i see like a boom mic there's like a shadow of the vehicle i do see a boom bam, um a boom mic in the back of the jeep there so they pull off somewhere and it looks like a hawaiian like a cemetery that they're walking through and he's like um are you gonna kill me are you bringing me here to kill me oh okay so she's saying my great grandfather his father and my all, basically her relatives. You know, for someone that's taking someone on a date, that is uh, it's an interesting place to go. So he's like, hey, where are we going? And she's like, to heaven. And he's like, uh, exactly how do you mean that? She's not going to kill you, Mike. My gosh, relax. So yeah, this is where part one concludes, and then we will begin part two. Alright, so on to season three, episode two, Aloha part two, 
Also aired September 18th, 1987. It was a one-hour episode. Romance and relationships are highlighted as the Saver family continues their vacation in the tropical paradise of Maui. So this one's got a 6.9 out of 10 based on 35 ratings. So it's only one point less than um, the part one. Let's see, we've got any new people here? Um, looks like um, a waiter... And a Luau maitre d'. We got uh, Tamron Takujo playing Luna. Looks like that was the only thing she ever did. I want to see if Kelly who what else she might have been in. Looks like she might still possibly be. For, oh, she's got like four upcoming things going on. All right, cool. Let's see. Anything I would recognize. Uh, uh, she did voiceover work in a show called Phineas and Ferb. She did the voice of Stacy Hirano. Yeah, she definitely does uh, voiceover work. She had eight episodes of The Vampire Diaries. She was in a show called Sunset Beach. We do get the return of Malia in, in episode 18 of this season. Also, she was in the movie The Scorpion King as the sorceress. Okay. No trivia for this one. No user review either. Probably just because it's only, it's part two of part one, so. So, Malia says, you know, this is my beach. And he's like, oh, wow, you own this? She's like, we all do. He's like, oh, yeah, kind of like a city park. We have those back in Long Island where I live. I mean, but there's so many people and graffiti. He's rambling. So he's like, oh, this is a great beach. And even Malia is kind of hearing Mike's tone, how he's kind of rambling. Like, he's like, why are you so nervous? Like, oh, no, I'm not nervous. Like, dude, you are the most nervous guy ever. So she's like, so is it because, are you just nervous because you haven't spent enough time around women? And he's like, well, I mean, I guess you could say <laughs> I haven't. <laughs> She refers to herself as a woman. I mean, not a girl, like not a, like a high schooler or anything like that. She is very mature for her age, and I think that makes Mike probably feel a little less confident. You know, he's got that swagger when he walks into Dewey High. All the girls are on him, but here it's like he's kind of he's out of his element, and he's in a place he's never been before with a girl who's kind of taking the reins and doing this, you know, giving him a tour and everything. He, he probably does feel a little, uh, I don't want to say really intimidated by her, but I think he just, he's nervous. Like this girl carries herself very well. She's very mature, which I think she's got to be at least what, a year or two older than Mike. She's got to be at least, I would think 18, 19. So she tells Mike how most of the guys from the island kind of talk to her like they know everything and she knows nothing. So, of course, they kiss for real. And she's got a wrapper. You know, she's wearing a bikini top and a bikini bottom. And she's got one of those kind of, um, like, wraps that go around her waist. And Mike is getting her. He's like, oh, what are you doing? And she's like, I'm going swimming. You brought your trunks, right? Mike, you didn't bring your swim trunks. You're in Maui. You didn't bring your trunks. Dude! 
Come on. Just go swimming in your clothes, man. Just take your shirt off and just go swimming in your pants. Come on. They'll dry out. Jason, like I said, just sitting at a table by himself in the restaurant. Gorgeous view out this window of the sunset and the ocean. And a waiter drops off this hollowed out pineapple with booze in it. And Jason's like, I didn't order that. And the waiter's like, yeah, a pretty blonde over there at the bar ordered it for you. And Jason's like, I'm married. And, of course, we see who it is. It's Maggie. Aww. So I'm guessing that Maggie and Jason are, like, kind of role-playing here when Maggie comes up and says her name is Roxy. Jason stands up, shakes her hand, and says, I'm Raul. Like, <laughs> and the waiter's like, yeah, and I'm Ted. Like, whatever. Go away, sir. Jason, 
I just wired the last part of my story. And from this moment on, I'm here for some family fun. Well, they have a great thing in this hotel, you know, called room service. <laughs> Send it right to your room. You need it in your underwear. <laughs> So, I mean, I don't think Maggie is being selfish at all. She says, I just wired the last uh, part of my story that I was working on to my editor. So now from here on out, it's family fun time. And Jason's like, yeah, you know, uh, they have this thing called room service. They, you just order whatever you want. They bring it to your room. You can even eat it in your underwear. He got that from Ben. <laughs> So, yeah, she's like, I'm all yours. And we see them out on the beach just enjoying each other's company. It's really sweet. So now let's cut back to Malia and Mike. She takes them to a traditional Hawaiian home. And she pulls up in the driveway. And Mike's like, oh, do you know these people? And she's like, yeah, I live here. So Emily's like, hey, what time does your family expect you back? And Mike's like, what family? So they go to kiss, and of course, Malia's grandmother's calling out for her. And Mike's like, oh, you live with your grandmother? And she's like, yeah, my grandfather, my mom, and my dad, and my aunt. And my and he's like, wow, you live with all those people? She's like, yeah. And Mike, of course, just assumes, like, oh, wow, I bet you can't wait to move out of here. And she just kind of looks at him confused, like, why would I do that? He's like, well, because you don't have any privacy. Your life probably isn't your own. And Mike just doesn't get it. I mean, this is just, that's how she lives her life. She's like, it wouldn't be fun without my family. You know, Mike's just a typical white American teenager is like, oh, I can't wait to move out of my parents' house. But with Malia, that's just tradition, you know. She lives with her whole extended family. Of course, now Malia's got another surprise up her sleeve as a little girl comes running out to her. And, of course, Mike is going to mistake this little girl and say, oh, hey, is that your little sister? It's like, uh, no, she's my daughter. And Mike is just, like, floored. Like, what? wait, what? Going. 
So now we go back to the hotel. Looks like the kids are either sleeping. Well, as far as, you know, Ben and maybe Carol are sleeping. Jason and Maggie want to continue their romance on the beach by bringing it back to the hotel. Like, I gotta get the sand off me. Oh, I got sand in crevices I didn't even know I had. We see it's dark in there and Jason like lights a candle that's right by the phone on the end table and Carol is just sleeping with her head on the phone and then just like, oh my gosh, Carol, you need to find out some. She's wasting her whole vacation hanging out by the phone that is sign of desperation girl you need to come on this is i mean she's a typical teenager she's got a boyfriend there's only it's they've only went for 10 days that's a week and three days you'll be fine you still have the whole so they act like they're going to maui the kids act like they're well mike and carol act like they're going to maui for like eight whole weeks you're going for 10 days. Chill out. So, of course, they're like, oh, we should wake Carol. They turn on the light. The phone just happens to ring. Carol grabs, like, she's just assuming it's Bobby. Like, Bobby, you're supposed to call me every... Um, here's another thing. 1987, right? I'm pretty sure long distance was expensive as fuck back then. It was expensive for me in the 90s, and I was calling, like, 40 miles away, a half hour away from me, in another city, in another county, and that was still expensive as hell. And this was before, really, internet was huge, so I had to, like, write letters. It turns out it's not for Carol, it's Maggie's boss. And I'd be like, the hell? She just gave you that she was working on. That should be the end of it, right? He's only going to... Oh my goodness, I could harp on this all day and I don't want to get to be annoying on that factor, so... Mike doesn't have a curfew? She's on the phone. Oh, you're kidding. This is fabulous. Oh, what's the lifetime is right. What other interview? Uh-huh. Well, okay. Okay, when do they need to buy? Uh-huh. Day after tomorrow? Well, Susan, that means I'd have to come back right now. Well, I know it's important. I mean, I know it's important. But... Okay. Okay, hold on. with my boss I sure as hell wouldn't want my husband like 
putting his mouth on my neck and whatnot, like, trying to get me in the mood. Like, I'm on the phone. This is the least sexiest thing you could be doing right now. My mind isn't going there. It's on my work. Like, dude, I'm just like, dude. Because he's kissing her neck and everything. It's like, dude, she is on the phone with her boss. You're not going to get anything out of Maggie. Turns out her story went national. They've set up an interview and everything, and they need it the day after tomorrow. And now Maggie's like, fuck. Wait, I don't, I don't fuck on vacation. But tis the life of a, um, a journalist. So she gets off the phone, and she's Jason, and he's got her luggage already packed. Sucks for him. Sucks for him. It's just... I know the vacation is not exactly going the way he wanted, but his expectations were just so high. This really, I think the vacation could have waited towards maybe, but then again, Maggie's so busy, you know, do they ever really not have a moment where they're not rushing, you know, for Maggie's career and stuff, having to be always on the ball with stuff, but... I'd want to, if I were Maggie, I'd want a do-over vacation where she could actually be on vacation. Jason's just hanging out, watching the hotel infomercials, I guess. <laughs> hanging out in his robe, on the couch, just having some chips and cheese or che uh, chips and guac or whatever. I think he's eating, like... Grilled cheese or something. So Mike comes home, or home, he comes back to the hotel room. He's not too happy. He's disappointed. Malia, it, everything was going great. She's beautiful. She's nice. And it turns out this girl, as he's telling Jason, turned out not to be a girl. And, of course, Jason's like, uh, what? <laughs> okay, so Malia is actually 17. I thought she was, like, 18 or 19. But then again... Being a teenage mother can most likely age you because you have to um, grow up really fast. Because Mike's like, oh, it turns out she was a woman. And Jason's like, well, how old is this woman? He's like, Mike's like 17. And Jason's like, well, yeah, she's a girl. And Mike's like, no, Dad, she has a girl. She's got a kid. So Jason's like, well, this girl, woman who's got a kid, does she happen to have a husband too? She's 17, Jason. I don't think she has a husband. If that were the case, why would Mike be going out with her? Oh, she did. Okay, she got married very young. Okay, I gotcha. So if if little Luna, she looks, she's already talking and walking. She's got to be at least two or three. So if that's the case and Melina is, or Malia is 17, she had this baby when she was like, 14, 15 years old. Holy shit! Holy shit! Basically, she had this kid when she was still a kid herself, in a way. I mean, 14, 15 years old? Good grief. So clearly, Malia got knocked up by a guy who just wanted to hang out and party and not take responsibility for his offspring. I want to sue that bastard. Like, I'm taking your money. You're paying child support. 
So Mike can't wrap his head around the fact that, you know, he's dated girls before in high school, but none of them have been a parent. He's like, usually the only kid involved other than the person I'm with is is me. There's never a third party there. As in, he's never dated um, teen mothers before. So this is just, it's a lot for him to, wrap, like I said, wrap his head around. He can't fathom the idea of a teen mother, heaven forbid, no. That's too much for me. And Jason, of course, is like, you know, Mike, you're realizing that every girl you date is a person. You know, she's someone's daughter or a sister or something. Mike's like, or mother. I'm like, Mike, if it's that big of a problem, you need to be honest with Malia and just say, I really don't think I'm ready for this. I can't handle this. This is too much for me. I'm only 17. He's only there for a few more days and he's going back to Long Island. There's really no way this could work other than it be a pen pal situation. down by the pool, getting all set up. She's wearing a bikini, waiting for Hadley to arrive. She's got her book with the Nazi symbol on the front of it. Ben, of course, we all know that Ben loves to shout. He loves to scream. And if you're doing this at, like, 8 a.m. in the morning, you're waking up an entire hotel because he's out on the balcony with his... Ben's out on the balcony with his camcorder. He's like, hey, Carol! And it's like, Ben, the hell? Stop yelling. Because other people are, like, coming out of their hotel rooms, out of their balconies, like, what the fuck is that? What's that damn noise? Some damn kid? Shut the fuck up. It's 8 a.m. Ha! <laughs> 
Oh my god. Ben, seriously, shut up. <laughs> Hi. So you weren't busy this morning. Oh, gee, was it this morning you said it was your day off for the hotel? Let's use the guests at the pool. Use the guests? <laughs> uh, the pool with the guests. <laughs> <laughs> Ben, you don't need to be videotaping this, please. <laughs> okay, Ben. Ben, can you point that thing somewhere else? Yeah, go find something to... Yeah. It's not your fault you're so successful. So what are you going to be missing anyway? A couple days relaxing in the sun? Big luau that I made reservations for? Stop making her feel yeah. guilty, Jason. Damn. Fine. <coughs> I know it's Sunday. We're going to have a family vacation together. I'm sure we so the reason Ben is screaming at Carol is because he's checking to see if she wants to go with him and Jason to take Maggie to the airport so she can catch her flight back to New York. And of course, Carol's like, stop screaming, Ben. I said goodbye already. I'm not going. Oh, my God. And the fact that <laughs> the balconies, of course, are... um. They have uh, their dividers and everything like that, like a balcony wood separating different hotel rooms. You just see people coming out of the woodwork, like above Ben, below, to the right of him. And they're all like, looking like, the fuck? What is that? Man, I gotta catch a flight in like six hours. I need to get my sleep. So they drop Maggie at the airport, and Jason, it just feels like he's guilting her. Like, hey, it's not your fault. You're successful. You know, what are you going to miss? Just hanging out in the sun. A luau that I scheduled for later. Hanging out with me. And it's like, yeah, someday we'll have a family vacation. One day, sure. But... Dude, don't... I don't like that he's making her feel guilty. She doesn't want to go, but she realizes she kind of has to. It's her job. So, <laughs> Ben and Jason get back to the hotel, and who shows up but Bobby? How the flying fuck did you manage to get the money to fly out to, Ho to Maui? And the trip's, like, almost over with anyway. But we learned that the reason he hasn't been calling her is because he's been working overtime to get the money. Okay, so so he can earn to fly out there for a couple days and spend time with. That's sweet. That that is really sweet. Granted, he does catch Carol in a compromising position, and by compromising, I mean Hadley's like putting sunscreen on her body. Oh, he's got flowers for it. And I love how Ben's like, Dad, can you take me to the store? I gotta get more.
more videotape. I gotta film this, because this is gonna be epic. Because Ben knows Hadley's down there with Carol. And it's like, the, he, Bobby wants to surprise Carol, not knowing she's being wooed by Hadley, the hotel worker. Bellhop, or whatever you want to call him. Hey, Dad, you want to go horseback riding with me? Well, I don't know, Bell. Last time I went horseback riding. Look, Dad, look, it's Bobby! Hey, Dr. Seaver! <laughs> hey, Bell, what are you doing here? <laughs> Give a surprise, Carol. Dad, quick, you gotta find you some more videotapes! <laughs> <laughs> Bobby's wearing, and it's not that flattering. I don't find Bobby attractive in the slightest. Hadley, 100,000%, yes. Bobby, no. He's wearing one of those football, like, crop top type jersey things going on, which shows off his... I'm not impressed. <laughs> it's not impressive. He's pasty white with dark hair. So the rest of him's pasty. Anyway, um... We see Melina, or why do I keep calling her Melina? It's Malia. We see Malia doing another tour. Mike rented a Vespa so that way he can uh, talk to her. But I don't know whether he's there to say, hey, I like you. I just, the idea of you having a kid, just, I don't know what to do with that. Or maybe he's going to take us all by surprise and be cool with it. Shifted its priorities from concern for the welfare of the empire to totally selfish and hedonistic pleasures. Tell me about it. Ben, what are you doing here? Now! No, Carol! Bobby! You're not naked, you wore a bikini. Is that, it? is that the best you guys can do? Oh, so this is what's been going on behind my back, huh? It is not. I spent seven days waiting for that phone to ring, which it never once did. Well, that's because I was working overtime to save enough money to come here and surprise you. Hi, I'm Hadley Barnes. Oh, hi, I'm really stink. Bobby! waxing some non-poetic what-have-you about history, the fall of the Roman Empire, whatever she's talking about. Hadley's just eating it up, along with massaging tanning lotion into her pores. Um, <laughs> and, of course, Carol looks over, sees Ben. Meanwhile, I mean, the whole place is kind of filled up with people that are also lounging on the ch beach chairs and all that stuff and getting tans and whatnot. So she's like, Ben, what are you doing here? And Ben's like, no! Bobby's like, hey, cool! How's it going? He's got flowers and everything. He's like, the fuck? He, he's seeing some guy, hotel attendant, like, rubbing down his girlfriend with suntan lotion? He's like, oh, yeah, okay. I see now how it is. You're 
screwing around behind my back. And she's like, no, for the last seven days, I waited by the phone and you never once called me. He's like, well, I've been working overtime so I can pay for a ticket to come out here and surprise you. And, of course, Hadley jumps in like, hey, I'm Hadley Barnes. It's nice to meet you. And Bobby, of course, is like, oh, hi, I'm Bobby. I, I mean, I'm really steamed. He grabs Hadley and flips him over into the pool. And, of course, Carol's so angry at Bobby, she pushes him into the water. And Ben's like, hey, see, she, that big, heavy camcorder of the mid-1980s. Good golly. I think Ben would have shoulder issues later on. Carol, I mean, you do got a boyfriend. Maybe she's all what happens in Maui stays in Maui type of attitude. I don't know. I mean, she might think it's so innocent, like, oh, this guy's wearing suntan lotion on me where we talk history. She knows you, you know she never would talk history with Bobby. He just, that's not his thing. He's a jock. He's, they paint him as a typical jock who doesn't got a lot of brains or whatever. I mean, that's not typical. That's just cliche of how people thought of jocks back in the day. So if you forgot that Alan Thicke is Canadian, you can hear it as he's canceling his reservation. He says, yeah, I'm sorry, too. Totally sucks. But somehow, magically, everything works out, which I'll get to that. And he's able to actually keep the reservation. Wow. TV magic, everybody. TV magic. Only on television can you cancel a reservation and then keep go back, reschedule, and manage to get that reservation without someone else taking it. This is Dr. Seaver. I had a reservation for five for your luau tonight. And uh, I have to cancel that. Yeah, I'm sorry, too. Well, who knows where the kids are, and uh, my wife had to go back home to her jobs. Reporter. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, just cancel it, okay? Thank you. Dad, Dad! The horseback riding was fantastic! You should have come! I got this really neat horse that looked like the Black Stallion, only its butt was white. Yeah, yeah. So what time's the luau? I mean, what do they do there? Do they have a lot of food? Tell me, tell me. You're quite a guy, Ben. Why, what I do? Well, you are the eternal optimist. You mean I need glasses? No, it's optometry. No, I mean, you and I are going to go to that luau tonight, and we're going to have a great time, so you go get changed, okay? Right. Yes, Dr. Seaver, I just uh, canceled that reservation for five for the luau, and I'd like to reinstate it for two, please. No, 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 she didn't come back. <laughs> so, this does kind of irritate me. I mean, we got Carol going off doing her own thing, same with Mike, and Ben is, you know, going horseback riding. Jason, you're so upset about Maggie having to go home and everything that you're not at least... Ben's like, hey, Dad, let's go horseback riding. He's like, oh, no, no, Ben, I haven't been horseback riding. You're talking about wanting to be together as a family? Why don't you spend time with your 11-year-old son? He's asking you to, I mean, all the kids are doing other things. I thought that the whole thing was to be together as a family, whatever. So he's canceled the luau. Ben is like, oh, my gosh, I'm so excited for the luau. Tell me about it. What happens? What kind of food do they have? So Jason jumps on the phone and says, all right, you and me, we're going to that luau. And then he <laughs> gets back on the phone and says, hey, um, I just canceled. 
can you put me down for two? No, no, my wife didn't come back. Because it's interesting how the guy on the phone is like, oh, what's your wife do? But we don't hear him, but he's like, what's your wife do? And Jason's like, oh, she's a reporter. Because when Jason calls and says, you know, I want to reserve for two at the luau, and he's like, oh, no, she didn't come back. So I like how... Ben is just so enthused. He's so excited. Which, of course he is, because he's 11. But he's talking about, like, how they roast a pig, put an apple in its mouth and everything. What they do is they take a pig and they stuff an apple in his mouth, and they put it in the ground, and they roast him. Well, he's still alive? No, no. See? Hey, Dad, there's Bobby. Yo, Bobby. Hanging out by himself? Oh, you have to be nice to me. Just, just Sitting and sulking, you know, Carol ripped his heart out and everything. So Jason's like, hey, Bobby, don't take offense to that. All the women in our family are like that. Come with us to the luau. So turns out it's not going to be table for two. It's going to be table for three. Carol shows up like, oh, what's he doing to my seat? Like, Carol, shut the fuck up. You pissed me off. I got to side with Bobby on this one. Carol can like, oh, no, we were just discussing the fall of Rome and... Oh, it's like, he was greasing your back. He was putting lotion on your back, and you were enjoying it. You were having conversation. You were eating that shit up. You know you were. And Bobby is, like, so worried because, you know, Carol's so smart and beautiful and everything. He was always afraid that he was going to lose her to somebody else who was also smart and beautiful. And, um... Carol just hears beautiful. It's like, oh, my gosh, you think I'm beautiful. She's like, don't worry, there's nothing going on between Hadley and I. And they make up. And now, Mike shows up with little Lena. Or Luna, I'm sorry. I guess Malia actually is in the show. So, he said he'd babysit. 
Way to step up, Mike. Good for you. So yeah, people are coming back out of the woodwork, and we do get another surprise, another get. Someone else is coming. I'm sure you can guess who it is. a table for the guy's like look why don't you take that table over it seats up to 12 <laughs> the guy's like i had enough i can't deal <laughs> so yeah and i love how jason sees uh mike comes up with lena luna i keep wanting to say lena uh luna who is malia's daughter and he's kind of playing uh daddy mike and he took what Jason said to heart about, you know, seeing women as more than just, you know, based on their looks. And there's more to them. They're, you know, people. And he's like, well, eventually I figure I'll end up with someone with kids. And Jason's like, yeah, but there's a big difference about dating, you know, someone with kids and being part of a family or whatever. So... He goes to sit down, and this blonde lady walks past him and says, Hey, handsome. And he's like, Married. And then the, everyone turns like, What? What? Maggie's there. So she basically, in a nutshell, um, she quit her job. She figured 
she can always find another job, which she does. She ends up becoming um, a news reporter for, I thought it was like Channel 19 News or something like that later, which is awesome. Eventually, I believe she does become a columnist later on, writing for a paper, so that's awesome. Yeah, she can always get another job, but she says, I can never get another family. So she kind of gave up her job, you know, to be with her family. Yes, Jason's reaction, like, oh, you're unemployed, honey. I don't think that's good. Oh, you guys make plenty of money. Jason, you make a shit ton of money. You'll be fine. So starts the luau. So some, uh... Uh, blows into a conch shell. And, of course, Ben's like, it wasn't me, because the conch shell kind of gets the the show started. It's like, that doesn't even sound remotely close to a fart. We just see Maggie and Jason enjoying the start of the show. We go to Bobby and Carol enjoying the show. Ben is really enjoying the show. It's like he's trying to, like, use x-ray vision in his mind to see... Through the hula skirts. <laughs> Mike, of course, with little Luna and just like pointing to where Malia is as the song Swept Away kicks in. Ben with the camera, for heaven's sake, he's like, gonna get closer to those Hawaiian skirts. Oh, those grass skirts. Maybe if I use the zoom lens like Ben, chill out. Just enjoy the, just enjoy the show. You know when you zoom in on something, it's not going to look nearly as good. It's going to be all fuzzy and distorted. So we see Carol and Bobby kiss. We see Mike with Luna hugging her. Jason and Maggie kissing. It's all so sweet. So, of course, to close out the episode, we get flashbacks to Jason doing a cannonball into the water when they're on that broken down we think it's a broken down pontoon boat. It's not. It's just missing a spark plug. We see Carol pushing Bobby into the pool. We see Mike not paying for the tour and trying to get in on the picture where he first uh, meets and interacts with Malia. We see Malia and Mike on their little tour, and he's, like, trying to put his arm, what, I don't know what he's trying to do, put his hand on the wheel or something, and she's, like, pushing him away. Like, dude, I'm driving, please. You're cute and all, but please. <laughs> this is a rental. This is not my personal vehicle. He does put his hand on the wheel, and she, like, shoves his arm off. Oh, we see Ben, like, doing the, what is with this? They always do this weird hand gesture, like, <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, look, it's Hadley! What a awakening, huh, Carol? It's like, but they always use that gesture as the, it's almost like you take your hand and, like, spread out your fingers and, like, go like you're, like, sliding down with your hand in a, in a sliding motion to emphasize, like, oh, they were on their honeymoon, or oh, <laughs> like, another way for talking about, like, Another way about having sex, or if you're referring to sex, like, they're gonna, like, ugh. See Maggie waving goodbye. She's getting ready to board the plane. Jason, happy that Maggie is here. She's at the luau. Carol and Bobby making up and hugging. We see Mike and Malia kissing on the beach. We go back to Jason and Maggie Hanging out at that restaurant and kissing. Oh, that sunset is gorgeous! Oh, I love it! 
they have this beautiful view with the sunset and the trees and it's just a hunt oh it's so gorgeous and of course as always with growing pains they usually would pose in front of the house but they're posing in front of the hotel and it's everyone's wearing identical blue shirts uh alan thick narrates hotel locations and accommodations provided by the maui prince hotel at McKenna resort and that's the episode i hope you guys enjoyed it i had a fun time with this um I haven't done a Carol episode in quite a while. It usually seems it's either been Ben or Mike or Maggie or Jason. Luke. I just, I want to do a Carol episode. And um, things in the next month in July are going to be really hectic. Because we are, getting, like I said, we're getting our house ready to sell. We're trying to get stuff packed, trying to get things done, and it's just, I'm going back to my job, so I think we're going to wait until maybe late August, once we get settled in our new place, and then that way I can kind of pick things up. I've been um, pre-recording stuff, so there'll still be the, you know, the Full House episodes that I'll be doing, and um, try to get to... I'd like to eventually just stick to a movie a month and stuff like that. But, of course, for Father's Day, I have reviewed Mrs. Doubtfire um, for the Olsen Twins' birthday, which is on the 13th, next Saturday. I reviewed It Takes Two. So, and I want uh, to put out The Sandlot in July. Uh, Dennis the Menace, I'm hoping I want to get that out towards the end of this month, so. I even managed to find, because I know you guys seem to really like the chipmunk episodes that I do, like the holiday-themed ones and whatnot, because I've done the Christmas ones. And I just thought, I was able to track down a chipmunk adventure, or the chipmunk adventure, and I had to go on eBay to find it, but I found it, and I love it so much. I'm like, I definitely want to get to that. But yeah, like I said, uh, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a fun time with it, and I will be figuring out which Carol episode I want to do. I don't know if I want to do a tearjerker one or just um, something different. I haven't decided yet. If you guys have any suggestions, I might come up with a few and then have you guys vote on them and let me know what you think, what, what which Carol episode I should pick for August, so... Um, I'm thinking with possibly launching another podcast, most likely in January, called Life in Lamford. I'm just doing select episodes of Roseanne. And I, I think um, we're going to do that for a little bit instead of Growing Pains in January. I mean, I'll still do Growing Pains on occasion and stuff like that, but then... Uh, trying to shift things so even though I won't be full-on focusing on growing pains like once a month next year I will be doing them on like ever maybe every other month or something like that I mean 2021 is still what's it like half a half a year away at this point so I know guys I'm probably spread myself I've spread myself way way too thin but uh I said just like how I like to do things. Um, 
Like I said, the Silver Spoons podcast is going to be ending at the end of 2020. Different Strokes will be taking its place. I've been doing an episode a month with Different Strokes. On season one, I'm going through the majority of the episodes. This is just, I, this is just me talking right now. So, I mean, just kind of trying to lay out my plans about what I want to do going forward and stuff like that. So, um, definitely in September for, like, Back to School, there are some movies. I, I definitely wouldn't mind getting to the movie Grease because it's kind of Back to School. Um... At one point, I want to get to The Breakfast Club. Um, the movie Big. There's so many movies out there. Um, and being it's summer, there's some other... I wouldn't mind getting to Flipper this year because it's set during this... I usually I like to try to do, like, the summer stuff during the summer. But next year, like, I've done um, the trilogies in January, February, March. I covered the Mighty, Dr- Mighty Ducks trilogy. And then in... April, May, and June, I covered the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids franchise. Next summer, and that's so far off, I don't know what's going to be going on by that time. Um, But I would love to cover the Free Willy franchise. The first three movies, not that one with Bindi or one Free Willy, whatever. Um, Even the third one's a stretch, but it always seems like the third movie's like, (laughs) I I think I want to wait on doing the Free Willy franchise till next year. Occasionally, I'd like to hit up uh, Mr. Belvedere episodes. I just covered The Will. I'd like to get to, um, I think it's called like The Prize or something, where Wesley is recycling and he earns a trip to Disney World or Disneyland. It might be Disney World, I'm not sure. And um, he ends up giving his trip away to a sick kid in hopes that he'll get something better. So, yeah. And it's kind of funny because that kid, who the sick kid, actually played Miles in, the I believe it was like the Outcast episode in season one, but then he went on to continue to play the character of Miles. The, he plays sick kid, I think his name is Ben. In the, the prize episode, but then he continues on as Miles all the way through season six, I believe. Of course, we all know him, Casey Ellison, as um, <laughs> Alan, Alan Anderson. But, um, yeah, just, just doing different things, you know, that kind of thing. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love growing pains and stuff. And just doing the episodes periodically here and there and whatnot, so... I, and I, I, I've been upfront with you guys. I'm not doing every single episode of Growing Pains because there are some stinkers out there. I just like to do select ones. And it's the same thing with Roseanne. I mean, I'm just covering select episodes here and there. So I, I won't be covering the Connors. The only shows I seem to really want to cover are ones that are maybe like, Punky Brewster was four seasons. Silver Spoons is five. Uh, Wonder Years was six. I know Different Strokes is like eight episodes, but even that show, I'm not doing every single episode because there are some duds in there. Um, Everwood's only four. I have only been doing an episode a month for now. Maybe in another year I'll pick it up and do two. We'll, we'll just see how it goes. So, All right, that being said, um, I will... Be back with the Growing Pains podcast in August with the Carol episode. So, 
All right, everyone. Bye-bye.